Blog Talk Radio. Okay, let's start that over. All right, I want to welcome everyone to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is the Five Smoothstone Network. I'm Brother Seth, and I want to thank you for tuning into the show tonight. Tonight is a pre-recorded great show. You got to hear what's about to transpire. Um, again, tonight is a pre-recorded show. I'm here only to just say this, and then I'm going to start this audio that is going to be a blessing to many of you. This is one of our old popular shows, and many of you still are talking about this show and what happened, uh, what went forth. Uh, this is with an old show we call Race Matters. This is where we get deep into just talking about uh, racism and, and just trying to bring us together as one uh, under the banner of Christ, of course. That's always my motive. But enjoy this older show again on the Five Smooth Stone Network. Uh, again, if, if you're listening, you just tune in because I see people popping in. This is a pre recorded show. It's called Race Matters. Back when we had the show, the series called Race Matters. So here we go. And um, just know, everyone, that I couldn't do a show tonight. Um, it's a long story. But anyway, nothing but the best for the listeners. So check this out, and you will not be disappointed. Here we go. Let's go do the intro again. Let's go do everything again and play an intro song. Here we go. What's the deal? What's your latest hit, brother? Fear of a Black Planet. Yeah. 
wondering why people living in fear my state of mind. I got faith. I'm not the one that's running, but they got me on the run. Tricking like I, I got a gun. gun. All I got is jeans and chromosomes. Consider me black to the bone. All I want is peace and love on this planet. Ain't how that God planned it. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Five Smooth Stones. This is your host, Brother Seth. We're coming live to you from blogtalkradio.com. I just want to thank everybody for your time, be it you listening live or uh, to the archives. We just want to thank you for your time. We don't take it lightly. Believe that. Uh, also, I just want to um, let everybody know that this is a brand new show. Um, we've changed it. Uh, this used to be this night at midnight on Tuesday night Central Standard Time. It used to be the Federation, which means uniting, of international Israelites. And although we got a lot of people that would listen to that show, I felt like it was more appropriate to do it on Saturday. On Saturdays because the Israelites, the people, those of us that have caught on and um, understand this new revelation where God or the Most High has revealed, is revealing who the true Israelites or Jews are. Those of us that understand that the true Jews are those that live out the scriptures, Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26, and all of the Bible really um, talking about those that are fulfilling the prophecies of the Bible are the true Jews and not some DNA hoax, um, political crap. And, and if this is no disrespect to the so-called Israelis, the so-called Jews. No disrespect. Much love to everybody. This is a love show. This show is a love show. If no other show on Blog Talk Radio advocates and stands up for all people, this would be the show. I'm telling y'all, we just don't have time for nothing else. Okay? So we don't have no hatred. But at the same time, at the same time, we are alert, we are aware of what the scriptures say and we're not playing with our identity. So we recognize who Israel is and we will not have this theft of birthright anymore. So anyway, the show moved from Tuesday night to Saturdays on the Sabbath or Shabbat for those of us Israelites that call it that. Most people just call it Saturday. 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. It's the new show for the um, 
it's, and it's no longer called the Federation of International Israelites. I was running into people for some reason was intimidated by the word Federation or is too associated with the federal government. So we went, we went ahead and and, um, and changed that. Okay. It's now um, the International Israelite Forum, and um, it's again on at eleven o'clock on uh, on Saturdays. So today we have a very hot, 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 hot topic, and excuse me, I don't think nothing can get hotter than the topic of racism. And I didn't, I didn't, um, I don't have to pick it because it's hot. It just, I mean, I don't have to pick it. I didn't pick it for it being hot. I pick it because it's relevant to what we're going through, where a lot of people are at. Our country, and I'm in the United States, our country is suffering. Our country have always suffered. We've always had, as I said in the description of the show, this giant, this humongous giant that's unchallenged. Nobody talks about this hardly. And really, I don't think nobody have the muscles to overpower this giant. What giant? This giant of racism. It's in every aspect of our life. It affects every tiny crevice of our day. It affects the way we look at ourselves. It affects the way we look at white people. And it even affects the way we look at other people. I mean, I only mention white people for a reason. You'll understand later. But racism we define is when one race thinks that their race, their race is superior to another race. That's the dictionary. But we like to. I like to go into it a little more serious because in other countries. When they have this thing among the tribes, yeah, one tribe might think they're better than the other tribe. That That is true. And technically, that would be the dictionary's term of racism, but you and I both know little tribal wars do not call the kind of global, <laughs> I don't even know where to put there. These little tribal wars in Africa and all over the place have nothing, they shouldn't even be mentioned in the same conversation with this whole ideology of white supremacy and and this ideology of whites being superior first, superior in every single thing of life, being the first, being, you know, being God, being you know, looking like, I mean, the way they whitewashed the Bible, education is saturated with white supremacy, African history being totally replaced, as I think it was, uh, trying to think of the book called uh, Stolen Legacy, Stolen Legacy, where Europe has just, just literally just outright stolen the legacy of ancient people, people lived thousands of years before Europe was even a, a nation. And then the world's 
I don't know what is this about the countries of the world how we how we just sit back and just watch these lies and I guess there are people fighting it in the universities, but you can't hear you won't hear much of it unless you go to a black university. You just don't hear about people like Shanka Diop. You don't hear about people like Ivan Van Sertima. You don't hear about people like Cornel West. He's one of the few ones that we got. He's popular. But you don't hear about people like Dr. Ben Yakanon. You don't hear about people like Francis, Dr. Francis Chris Wilson. Uh, you don't hear about a lot of these scholars that's been ripping to shreds. Uh, Carter G. Woodson, um, um, you know, um, uh, trying to think of the person that wrote Sex and Race. Um, just, I'm, I know the best thing to do is go to my library. Why well, I'm let me just tell you everyone about the library. Um, again, we're Five Smooth Stones. Uh, it's blogtalkradio.com. I'm Brother Seth. And uh, we're going to get into the topic here, race matters, race matters. Uh, but before I do, before we get into race matters and solutions, 101, race matters and solutions, 101, before we do that, I want to uh, let everyone know about um, the um, the library because that actually what um, you can see a lot of the books that I'm going to be talking about tonight. If you go to... Blog talk where you go. I know many of you listen or listening on your cell phones. You call the number, but you're not on the website. So this is why I'm doing this. Um, but you'd go to www.blogtalkradio.com/slash/five-underscore-smooth-underscore-stones. That's five smooth stones. After you go to blogtalkradio.com, once you get to our front page, you're going to click on the um, link right beside the picture, and it says books. Google.com, uh, and this is uh, these books that this, that it's talking about is my library. I have um, posted with Google Books a lot of the books, not all of the books, but a lot of the books that I've read over the years that have been a blessing to me in many ways. And uh, I have this link going directly to those books. Please, please go there. This is going to be a lot more information than I can cover in two hours. These are books that I've read all my life. Well, not all my life, but I'd say I've read a lot of these books uh, in the last 20 years. Let's just say it like that. So, folks, if you want to see some people that you're not going to hear about every day, but um, some very well-respected people, they're all throughout our universities. They, they they teach throughout the university, but for some reason you're not going to see them on ABC, CBS, CNN, uh, some of the voices I named. But anyway, I, I just want to tell everybody to please, please uh, go there, okay? Now, um, back to the subject at hand. Why did I pick this subject? Why did I pick this up? Why are we talking about this today? And I'm trying to be very calm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you know this right now in a little bit. This is going to get real, real heated up in here. Okay, so I want you all to uh, stay with me, hear my heart. Sometimes it's not what people say. It's how they say it. Whatever you do, remember that Brother Seth in no way, in no way intends any harm upon anybody. Hatred is just not my thing. I don't feel like we're going to ever accomplish anything 
with hatred in our hearts for one another. The Bible says it like this. Whatsoever is not hypo, whatsoever is not done out of love is a sin. Whatsoever is not done in love is a sin. Whatsoever is not done in love is a sin. And I believe that. I live by that. I've been quoting that scripture for a very long time. So I'm not going to be the one to pull the race card for the simple effect to hate. I just want to shed some light on the concept of racism, some of the experiences I've had. And, and it, it comes at the end of the day, it's all about our experiences. And we all can interpret history or our world or our, our um, experiences maybe differently. But every once in a while, somebody will interpret their experience and they'll do it just as the Most High would do it. In other words, they see things very clear. Remember, the Most High is the one that sees things, all things clear. He's not fooled by nothing. Every once in a while, we'll get a, we'll get a, a light turned on in our life and we can see things just as he does. I hope and pray that what I share tonight will be that because anything else is going to cause eventually um, some type of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anything that's not truth eventually ends up being a lie some down the road. It ends up causing some kind of problem is what I'm trying to say. So I just hope that uh, I'm able to just share and speak the mind of the Most High on this matter. So, again, Racial, let's get the official subject. I want to, as a matter of fact, I'm going to read the show's description here. Racial Matters and Solutions 101. Racial Matters and Solutions. We'll be talking about, let me just go ahead and read this whole um, show, uh, the show's description. I said tonight would be an open forum, and it is. We talked about it being a new show. Then I Type, no doubt one of the biggest giants in America and perhaps the world. It has ruled for hundreds of years, going unchallenged and unmatched. It roams to and fro through lands, dividing like no other before it. Who is this giant? What is this giant? It is the giant of racism are the giant of white supremacy slash black inferiority. That is what we're dealing with tonight. White supremacy slash black inferiority. That is what we're calling racism. Somebody may say, well, what about black supremacy? Black supremacy is such a small animal, we don't even recognize it. It ain't even worth discussing the show. How many black supremacists you know of? I rest my case. How many black supremacist shows you watch in your life? I rest my case. How many black friends you you, you have that constantly is raving how they're superior over white people? I rest my case. How much money have you lost from businesses that are practicing black supremacy? I rest my case. How much is your education 
has been altered to where you've gotten inferior education until until you can look back and say, I've been a victim of black supremacy. I rest my case. How many of you, your health, have been jeopardized by practices that you can say was a result of black superiority? I rest my case. Your life has not been in any way touched by the philosophy of black supremacy. This is why we don't talk about it. It's no such animal. It is a such animal, but it's so little it has no muscles on the world stage. However, if I ask you the same question and I say, were you a victim in any of those areas I just named of the lie, of the lie of white supremacy? If you be very honest with me, and focus about being honest tonight, I'm not trying to win no points. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pro-black tonight. I'm, I'm really not. I mean, for real, for real. I am so not pro-black tonight. You just would. I'm, I am as neutral as they come. Okay, I'm as neutral as they come. We're talking about racial matters. We're talking about racial matters. So first we've got to, um, because in a minute, it's going to get heated. I'm letting you know. I'm just laying down a little foundation right now. We're all calm. Hopefully we'll stay calm. But i got to lay this foundation first. So bear with me. Bear with me, please. Now, when we say racial, the whole philosophy The whole philosophy of racism, excuse me, racism, is is valid. There's, there's no such thing as a race based upon color. So, uh-oh, what are we talking about being said if there's no such thing as race based upon color? That's my point. We're talking about a myth. We're talking about something that really don't exist. Totally fabricated concept. Race based on color. A white man. A black man. Okay? White woman. Black woman. The yellow man. We don't talk much about that because that show don't hold no water. It's just ludicrous. We should be saying yellow man. We should use it every day as much as we use white and black. Why come you don't hear it? Folks, I'm telling you, this whole stuff is faulty. This business, if you have a little bit of black, a little bit of black in you, if you're a white person, you have a little bit of black in you, then you cease to be white. That's crazy. White skin comes from black skin. Again, white skin comes from Black skin. Now, some of y'all know this, and you might be tempted to 
just say, oh, man, you, that's, I've been doing that. But I guarantee you we're going to make some turns here that you're not familiar with. So I, you've just been warned now. Later on, if you hear about the video or the audio here and you, you miss out, then just know you have to check it, pull it up in the archives. Anyway, what we're saying tonight is Brother Seth has this calling. And it is a calling. Everybody has a calling. Some people deal with um, finances. They're called to deal with money. I mean, it's like no matter what, they always find themselves teaching and, and, and fighting for and, 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 and paying attention to money. Some people like that. It's just, I don't know what to call it. They just, they just, it's a calling. It's nothing more than a calling. I mean, some people have a knack for marriage, and, and no matter what they do, they end up sooner or later talking about marriage. So in the in the church world, in the biblical world, there's a name for that. It, it means you're calling what the Most High called you for. He has molded and shaped us for certain things, okay? And I feel my calling is to deal with this lie, this ideology, this idol, if you will, this falseness, this fake, this lie that's been dispersed throughout the planet called racism. That's what Brother Seth talks about a lot. And some people may say, well, he's obsessed with it. He's just, no, I talk about other things. There's a lot of other things I talk about. But I feel like nothing has done more damage to the social networking of humanity than this lie of white supremacy slash black inferiority. I used to say white supremacy, but I realized something. The part, the lie is that whites are superior and blacks are inferior. Everything about the white man, I mean, there's some things that, you know, we'll say is a consensus among everybody that white people do and say or behave that the world don't like, and even they don't like. But for the vast majority of their culture, of their everything, is treated like it's some kind of way superior to the other cultures of the world. That, my friend, is a fact. This is why if you go to a black university and you get a degree, you might have a hard time getting a job because people in the world, the marketplace, do not acknowledge and value education from black colleges. Same thing if you were used to be when you was a black doctor, but I think people don't play with their health too much. They know that, <laughs> you know, that when, when people's health involved, they get a little bit more serious. But there are some white people that still won't have black people cut on. There's some people still floating around like that, if you can believe it. So tonight we're going to look at this thing, try to look at our behaviors and and why do we do some of the things we do? Why do we behave? Why do black people do some of the things we do? So at one point it's going to look like I'm beating up on white people. Another point is going to look like I'm beating up on black people. Some of y'all after, this, after I'm done is going to think that I plum hate black people. And some of y'all after the show is done will think I plum hate white people. And then I hope most of y'all, I'm hoping most of y'all, 
will say, no, no, I feel him. He's just preaching the truth. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that many will come to my aid on that. Okay? So, again, let's talk a little bit about why I'm doing this show. Why I'm doing this show. I'm doing this show because my life has been affected by this. Obviously, like I said, I feel a calling upon my life. But what does that mean? That's just a bunch of religious jumbo jumbo. What does it mean when you're called to deal with something? Most of the time, what you're going to be called to do in life is going to be what you've been through. Just the way it works. And like the most part, call people out of whatever they come from, whatever they come out of. That's a fact. Believe that. Look at people that really seem to thrive, and they tell you when you ask them, oh, this is my calling, and they seem to be very sure of it. Watch them real close. They do very well in that. And I think I could be even more successful in my personal life if I stuck to my calling. But I've split up doing different things over the years, you know, and uh, listening to some ignorant people. That's ignorant in a good way, not I'm not saying they're stupid, but just they didn't know, they didn't have knowledge, and they were very uncomfortable with my calling. And when I start talking about this thing, this racism, they 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 mistreated the message, and sometimes the messenger, saying that, you know, why are you always talking about this? You know, have a problem with color. Even my own mom, before she passed, much due respect to her. She would say to me, you know, she thought for a minute. But before she passed, long before she passed, she told me she felt like the most high was using me. She said, God, I feel like God is using me in this. And so she understood it before she passed. Thanks to the most high for that. But all I'm saying is a lot of people don't understand why a person would just constantly talk about race over and over and over again even though they're sitting up affected by it in every way, form, and fashion, they still think you shouldn't talk about it, okay? So, like I said, I've been affected by it. I've been affected by um, from how I talk, being associated with being inferior because maybe I didn't use the proper English, maybe I didn't go to the proper schools, maybe I didn't go live in the proper neighborhood, Maybe my family makes the proper income. I've been categorized, put in boxes, expected to do this, expected to do that. And then I've also been around a lot of my white brothers and sisters and saw how they in some ways were not half as educated as I was, but maybe they spoke better English and got more respect. Maybe they live on the other side of town and they got more respect. And I've seen this and I'm sure you have to, all my life. And you have to wonder, what is it about me that makes my life, my experiences of less value when I have proven when I'm around this particular person to be, even though i got issues and there's a lot of people that live circles around me, I mean, they live a much better life and they have higher morals and everything, and they are white and black. But I'm talking about some of these I raised, which raised us right now. 
that, but please, please know that I don't feel like I'm better than everybody I was I was raised with. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I've seen people that are white that were treated better than I was, and when we sit down and talk, they went through all kinds of things that I never saw. I might have been raised in the hood, but ain't nobody molesting me at night. I might have been raised in the hood, but ain't nobody cutting me out of a wheel because I married a a, a black girl or a black guy, you know. No family members have said, I'm going to disown you. I mean, I've, I've heard all kinds of things over the years that my white brothers and sisters have went through that I just simply didn't go through, and they have lived a life in many ways beneath uh, where they should have been living. And yet they was raised in these very nice homes. Some of them had excellent credit. I remember one young lady telling me she never bounced a check in her life. I mean, you know, excellent credit. I mean, you know, just because people have wonderful credit and they um, they uh, seem to have it together financially, does that make them a success? Because this is what a lot of white people lean on. Now, right now, I'm kind of hitting, as you can hear, the white, the white, the white people a lot. But if you just stay with me, I'm telling you, some of y'all black folks who this show is over are going to be thinking probably that it's just the opposite. I love all people. I'm going to say it again. I'm not going to keep saying it because i got to move on to other things. I love all people. I don't, I've never met a person that was that clever and that wicked and that evil enough to make me hate them. I'm serious. I just never met a person, and I met some very wicked people, man. Believe that. I met some people who I thought was Satan was their real father. I mean, <laughs> all I'm saying is nobody has persuaded me or, or caused me to hate them. So let's get back into this. Let's look at some areas of life real quick. I'm going to read my list of the uh, areas of life. I call it the Expo 30, Exposition 30. These are 30 areas that affect every aspect of life. You can't name no aspect of living that I'm not going to cover in this 30. Some people say it's like seven, but I, I get 30. Religion, history. And as I read these names, I want you to think of your life, listener, and how your life has been touched by this thing called racism, and you'll understand better why I'm doing this uh, uh, in a second. But I want you to think about these as I talk about it. Has your life been affected in the area of religion by racism? How about history? How about have your life been affected in the area of education? How about the area of education? Okay? What about Social, socially, have your life been affected by white supremacy? Stay with me now. Have it, yes or no? How about the area of health and medicine? Have your life been affected by racism in the area of health and medicine? Were you ever denied health? or oh, denied the proper medicine. It was because people just didn't value you. Now, sometimes people just have a bad day. I'm not talking about a 
somebody having a bad day and they just so happen to be white and there you are black, or you're black and they happen to be white. I'm saying, have you? And again, a lot of these white people are going to be affected by it as well. Black people are not the only ones affected by racism. Racism is a concept created by Satan. White people are just the beneficiaries of it for a season, and then they're affected by this lie like everybody else. I'm going to say it again. Racism, which we call white supremacy slash black inferiority, is a lie. It's a lie, and and I'm going to roll these lies in a second. Some of the lies which y'all heard all y'all like, okay? This is straight from the heart and mind of Satan. The lies that we are taught from birth about white people and black people, what we're supposed to do, how are we, what you know, what's wrong with black people, what's right with black people. Because there are some lies that actually help us, like this business of white black people are better at sports. That's a lie. That's a lie. Okay? Business um, that white people are better mentally. Uh, uh, anyway, let me finish reading the list and then we'll get into what are the lies. History. Have you been affected? Oh, excuse me. Social. Socially, have you been affected by racism? which is white supremacy slash black inferiority. Have you? Have you been affected by uh, racism in the area of science and technology? Believe me, you have in that one. Have you been affected by racism in the area of housing and zoning? Have you not been able to get a house or was not allowed, was not rented to, or will you not be able to put up a business over here or over there because of racism? Environment. Have you been affected? By environmental issues because of your race. Or you put it in a certain area where they build something in your area that they don't normally would build in around white neighborhoods. Maybe some white people can say that they've been affected. Again, folks, it's racism. Racism. I believe white people, just like Martin Luther King said, his, let me just say it like he said it. He says, if black people are in bondage, so are they. Those wasn't his exact words, but he was just saying, whenever there's, whenever freedom is jeopardized anywhere, it's jeopardized everywhere. So we always think it's just us, but a lot of white people suffer. I mean, show enough suffer for what their forefathers have done in this lie of white superiority. Slash black inferiority. Have you ever been affected by racism where it has to do with images and advertisements? You probably say, oh, no, no, no. Out of everything I named, this will probably be the one you've been affected with the most images and advertisements. I mean, what do you mean by that, images and advertisements? That means when you walk outside, if you couldn't hear a word, you was deaf. What images are you seeing? What do you, what what is the world of images saying? Not the verbal world. If you can't hear a deaf person, a lot of times is more white supremacist than somebody can hear. And a white supremacist is anyone that believes the lie of white supremacy. 
I'm going to shift gears. I've been saying racism, 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 but I'm going to shift gears and start saying the term white supremacy more because that's all racism is. Again, yes, there are black people that's calling whites out of their names and doing different things, but folks, they don't have the kind of power to affect nothing, and their power is so little we don't acknowledge it at all. Not, not, I mean, we know that they exist. We know that there are people out there that's trying to have this thing called um, black supremacy. Yes, we know they try to have that. But for real, for real, they have no power on the world stage, and therefore we don't acknowledge it as a world power. White supremacy, on the other hand, is a world power. It's globally. Uh, I said this often on the show, but I've been had the opportunity to travel, and I'm telling you, I've been in places where there was no white people at all. I mean, you know, I've been to 24 countries, and I've been uh, – and, and I want to say hello to everyone in the chat room, everyone on the phone lines. Um, uh, shalom, hello, greetings to everyone. Thank you all for stopping by. But I've been in places where there was no white people whatsoever, and white supremacy was there. You say, how is that? Because you don't need white people to believe in white supremacy. As a matter of fact, you can move everybody that calls themselves or that you call white into an island. Get them away from civilization. Get them away from everybody. Wherever, and even if there's not one white person, you can have a, a society strongly influenced by white supremacy. White supremacy is just a philosophy. It's a, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a philosophy that whites are superior. It's a, it's a philosophy that Africans have done nothing to for humanity. It's a philosophy that Africa is full of cavemen, cavewomen, tribal, tribal wars, bunch of people with AIDS, and just very little bit of beauty, you know, it's a philosophy that all we ever had was Egypt. It's a philosophy that we have no true economic power structures in Africa. Uh, it's a philosophy that they can't take care of themselves. It's a philosophy that they just uh, oversex continent. It's a philosophy that they're not beautiful. It, it's a philosophy that everything good come out of Europe. It's a philosophy that the greatest civilizations come out of Europe. It's just I can go on and on and on and on talking about the philosophy of white supremacy. And a lot of us black people believe it. And a lot of us white people believe it. I'm talking about us as humanity. So let's get this straight. White people did not invent white supremacy. They preach it more than anybody. They did preach it more than anybody, but they got it from the mind of Satan. It's a show enough satanic belief. I don't think that they're capable of producing something that evil. I just don't believe it. We work with white people. We live with white people. We marry white people, and we know that they're no more intelligent than anybody else. And for them to create such a damnable, destructive ideology that have just that have broke down the world, that have just crumbled governments, that have 
weaken the people that have turned, as Farrakhan would say, God made man, white folks made niggas. I know what he means by that. He means what they're teaching have made this culture, this nigger culture, this nigger mentality. I'm telling you, folks. Now, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't agree with Farrakhan that the white man did it, but I, I understand what he means. That 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 white people teach him made niggers when the Most High made us like him. So, what am I saying? I'm saying, again, the definition of racism according to the dictionary is for one group of people to think they're superior than the other. Well, that's, that, that can be tribalism in Africa or in Australia or in Papua New Guinea. There's lots of tribes that think they're superior to another tribe. But they don't have global ramifications. They don't have global... Uh, they're, not sh- they're not changing the whole education world. They're not influencing science. They're not influencing cultures to where people are acting a certain way and behaving like animals. Those little tribal wars end where they start. But this, but this philosophy, this ideology, this concept is the most damnable thing I have ever seen to hit the earth, the planet's surface. This philosophy of white supremacy, I call it white supremacy slash black inferiority. Because to the degree that whites are superior, according to the lie, blacks are inferior. To the degree that blacks are inferior, according to this lie, whites are superior. It's the same coin. One head you got white supremacy. You flip the coin over. You can't white can't be superior unless some blacks are somewhere feeling inferior. It just won't last. It won't work. It won't fly. That kite ain't gonna fly. You gotta have both sides of the coin to have a coin. I lived my life fighting this germ for the, at least for the last twenty five years. I fight against this lie, this illusion that's got our people. You know, imagining white people in the Bible, imagining light-skinned people in the Bible, imagining even olive-toned people in the Bible, when the Bible is a book of Africans. And we know that name, Africa, wasn't even the name of the of the continent, but I'm saying it so y'all know where I'm talking about. Folks, this, this is a real giant. What do you do about this real giant in your life? Talking to you, caller. What do you do about this real giant in your life? This is real power. This right here, the only thing that can topple this 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 giant in the minds of humanity is the scriptures. Nothing else can do it. I'm telling you, nothing else can do it. Nothing else can fight this germ. You have to come strong against white supremacy. So, Brother Seth, again, let me go to these 30 areas. I'm just going to read through them because I keep stopping, so I'm just going to read through them and then we'll talk about them. Here's the 30 areas affected by 
white supremacy slash black inferiority or racism. And again, white people that are listening or that you may know in your life, they are just effect, as effective as black people are. They just benefit for a season. In the end, they suffer too. Just look around you. I mean, so what? You got a bigger car, bigger this, bigger that, all these material things. In the end, they're more arrogant. And when you get arrogant or you think you're successful, y'all know what happens to successful people. You can't tell them nothing. Let's say it one more time. You can't tell a successful person nothing. You can't tell a degree person. I'm not saying all white people got degrees, but you can't tell a successful person nothing. You can't tell no millionaire nothing. You really can't tell no billionaire because in this American construct, the way our, our this government is set up, once you become a billionaire, oh, you have arrived. You're God. That's the real God we worship in this country is money, fame, and power. When you become top in those areas, you have true salvation. I'm not talking about the way I believe. I'm talking about the way this country is set up. That is the true secret gods of this country. Those are the three kings that rule America, money, fame, and power. You get any of them in abundance, Mr. Mrs., you have arrived. You are saved. You are delivered. You are one of those persons who need to be going around the country holding seminars and talking about how to be successful because you, my friend, is the salvation that we preach in this country. Telling you, listen to these areas and tell me how they affected you. Religion, history, education, socially, health and medicine, science and technology, housing and zoning. Environmentally, image and, images and advertisements, laws, rules, bylaws, procedures, law enforcement, the enforcing of those rules, whatever is the enforcing arm of those rules, judicial and judgment. How about this one? Correction and rehab that will include the prison system. Defense. That's Army, Navy. In that area of life are people experiencing racism or this white supremacy slash black inferiority. Foreign policy, probably the next biggest thing on here. Actually, history is the biggest one on here. History is the biggest one on here. And then probably images and um, advertisement. Then foreign policy. Foreign exchange, my goodness, how much racism is affected, how much racism is in foreign exchange. Noam Chomsky does a wonderful job on that. His whole teaching is that our so-called foreign exchange is pretty much just white businessmen. <laughs> He's a white man. Foreign policy, foreign exchange, foreign affairs. There's a difference between the three. News and info update, news and information update. There are vital things that certain people need to know 
that everybody needs to know in order to just be, you know, I mean, to live, to exist. There's certain news we have got to know. There's certain key information that a lot of black black uh, neighborhoods or black areas don't get. Secrets, little things, little tips about not just jobs or something like that, but I mean secrets. How many times you've heard them say, I've never heard that. But other people have been here and say it forever. News and information is key in the world of racism. I'm serious on that one. How about this? Politics and civic activity. Have you been the victim of racism, white supremacy, black inferiority in that area? Consensus population. We know that they take to do the consent, the the, the, uh, the census. Excuse me, census population. My wife worked for the census. I'm telling you, folks. I probably shouldn't have said that on the air, but she used to work for them for a short period. And I'm telling you, the way they do those numbers to reflect this and reflect that means certain people are gonna get money, certain people ain't gonna get money. That's why it's so important to fill out those papers with the census. Because that, my friend, is 100% bona fide white supremacy, black inferiority uh, procedure. I mean, if you don't let the world know that you exist, and sometimes even if you do, they'll change those numbers to benefit certain people. Very racist. So I guess we can call that census, population, analytical. I don't know what area, what the proper uh, name I would give for that area, but I'm serious. Where they take numbers, audit, counting, definitely filled with racist practices. And like I said, uh, political and civic uh, entertainment world. Me, Denzel Washington, talk to you about that. And here he uh, he is, one of the main stars of our time. This man always talking about racism in, in the entertainment world. Entertainers will tell you left and right. Lots of them is very vocal about this. It's very much racist, very much white supremacist slash black inferiority. The roles they made to play, how how hard it was. I think that's the only reason Halle Berry got that that uh, that uh, that um, uh, Oscar is because she let that white man just have sex with her like that. That woman played in so many beautiful roles, and then when she acts like a slut. And even Denzel, when he acts like a show enough thug, training day, he, I'm serious. And I believe that that man really had sex with Halle Berry on that show. I think he actually, that's a whole other conversation. But I think the powers that be made sure she gets an Oscar, but she played some serious dudes on that couch. So I ain't going to go into that. Anyway, entertainment world, racism all day long. Again, don't listen to me. Listen to entertainers on that one. Okay, um. The area of economics is just so huge. Economics, I got broke down into one, two, three, four, five different categories. Because it's economics, economics, economics. Somebody one time made the comment to me, if you want to understand America and what it's really all about, you got to understand the economics of it. you got to understand money and socialism, how it relates. And you will get to the core of what America is all about. We run around chasing racism because somebody don't want to sit in that account or because somebody called us the N-word, or because somebody flipped the finger. That is the surface of America. You want to see the truly, truly, truly 
Real Life Slavery in 2011 study, I've been told, and I believe it because I've started to do it, study the economics. Study the economics. Those, those economists out there know exactly what I'm talking about. Somebody say, I heard one person tell me one time, it's two things you can study. You will see the true nature of America. Go into the prison system, the judicial system. I mean, go into the, the jails and see how, who's there, why they're there, how they're sentencing, and you'll see the true heart of America through that whole judicial prison system or watching the economics. It's true. And I believe it. I believe that all day long. But the economics, check this out. Economics, here are the areas, vital information. There is some information that is vital to our existence economically that we never get in the African-American community. Investment ideas, little tips on on, on, on investing and, and just different things about different just all types of things in the world of economics and investments that we never, ever, ever heard about until late. I mean, the whole section, and here white people were able to screw up their credit and get a whole new life. And black people, I mean, yeah, we a lot of us know about it now, and they don't want to change the laws because some people have learned about it, so, you know, filing this and filing that. But until then, white people used to, just, I know because I, I work with them. I've been told to my face where they would go in and just get the America's dream, everything, the houses, the boats. And I didn't turn on child, child chapter 13. I'm telling before they revised it. Folks, listen. <laughs> I'm telling you, racism in the area of economics where it relates to vital information is real. Economics in the area of grants. Money, loans, just getting money into the hands of people. That right there is a whole nother level of racism. Again, there is all kind of loans, grants, ways to fund small businesses, large businesses that the African American has not even came across. I mean, I, every once in a while, will run across somebody and they say, well, yeah, I found out this. I said, well, how did you find out? And they'll say, well, some white friend, my white friend told me about it. All I'm saying is, and I thank the Most High for those whites that have that are committed to the Most High and his plans and his purpose, and they don't practice this. And when they see it, they fight it with everything they got. And there are lots and lots of whites out there just like that. They were simply raised different. That's why we need to really watch how and what we say. That's why this show, Five New Songs, on Block Talk Radio here, we are about love. We are, we don't believe that the white man is no devil. We don't believe that. He might be raised like a devil, some of them, but some black people are raised like devils. I mean, I do believe that, folks. I don't think because you, your skin makes you better because, you know, you're black, that means you won't be a racist and you have more love. I don't believe it. I think black people act where they act. Because of the way they was raised, they are the most oppressed people. The most oppressed people sometimes it seems like it's more sane because they're closer to the harder times. Once you get more money and you feel like you don't need God and you don't need higher powers, you begin to start acting like demons, and that is true across the skin color board. All right. So again, economics. Economics is a, one of the biggest things on here. 
Here's another area of economics that is a, that is saturated with racism, white supremacy, slash black inferiority. What it has to do with fees, bills, uh, costs, penalties, assessments. This, some people is probably going to argue, is the worst area where we suffer. I'm talking about where so-called non-white people suffer. But this this is one of those areas that backfires on whites all the time. They're always charging us more, and eventually some kind of way it hurts them in the end. Whether they lose business or it always hurts them in the end. But, folks, we always pay more. Look, Just look at our neighborhoods, how in the inner city. I used to live in Cincinnati, and I used to live uh, less than a mile away from Kroger's headquarters. Global's headquarters. I live downtown Cincinnati. And I lived there by choice. It was a very diverse neighborhood. And I wanted to be a blessing in that neighborhood, so my wife and I made a, a conscious decision not to move. They had a little bit of everything in the neighborhood. Prosperous people as well as poverty. But less than a mile away, less than even a quarter mile away was Kroger's headquarters. And not too far from us was, I was told, was the first Kroger store ever. You would think that that store would be top of the line since it's just literally about three or four blocks from Kroger's headquarters, world headquarters. The prices in there were so much more different than prices of Kroger's, let's say, here in Texas or even across town in Cincinnati. It was just amazing, and it's predominantly because that is mainly because that area was predominantly black, and black people have been saying that forever. Wherever you go into black neighborhoods, whenever black people come, the prices go sky high. And the lie was for a long time that black people were stealing, and so they have to off cost, offset the cost with these higher prices, which is a foolish, stupid lie. But that's what a lot of people have said over the years, folks. Again, in the area where it relates to costs, billing, fees, assessments, assessments, we suffer in this area. Why is that? The racism is alive and well in that area. Here's another area. We got about four more areas, and I want to go to something else. Economics in the area with regards to products, the quality of the product, the quantity of the product or the service, the quality of the service, or the product, or the quantity of the product. We suffer in this area more than anybody. We just go through more hell than anybody. I'm talking about racism. Is there such thing as racism? Some people want to believe that this racism is gone. So I'm laying a foundation on this very first episode of this new show, this new topic. I'm laying a foundation tonight showing people how, for sure, racism, white supremacy, black, Slash black inferiority is alive and well in 2011. And we're going to talk about some solutions. But first, we've got to make sure there isn't such giant. Some of you say, Brother Seth, just looking for something to talk about controversial. He don't have anything to say. Folks, I'm telling you, there is nothing that affects socialism in America than the giant of white supremacy slash black inferiority, which we call racism. Again, we get the faulty products. 
bad products, bad quality, bad service. Okay, economics. The last area is the with regards to jobs. The quality of jobs. Who gets what job? First fired, first hired, last hired, first fired, demotions, promotions, quality of work, quality of work environments, we suffer in this area. Racism is alive and well in this area. The area of sexuality, do I need to go into that? The lies that have been told on us sexually is, is long. Fashion and beauty, fashion and beauty, beauty standards. Yes, changing black models are on the rise, but this is new. You still can walk in Kroger's or you still can walk in Walmart, stand back and look at the magazine section, and what do you see? White faces. The areas of fashion and beauty is dominated by white supremacy. Yes, changing. White women are now injecting injecting their lips and their butts and all of this. But I'm just saying, just that right there is proof that there is white supremacy, that this particular area is saturated with white supremacy slash black inferiority or what we call racism. So Brother Seth is going to be talking about this every week. Let me just finish these off. Agriculture, agriculture, racism, white supremacy, black inferiority in the area of agriculture. This would have to do with anything that has to do with farming or the agriculture uh, lifestyle. We suffer, suffer, suffer. The black farmers, that little thing that Congress did for them, trying to reward them, that was a good thing, thanks to Obama and some other people. But I'm telling you, folks, we suffer in the era of agriculture in half a year. This is where the true, our true wealth could have come from and should have come from. The whole 40 acres in the new lie. But, I mean, even those black farmers that did have, just how they lost their, the, 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 the farms and how they lost, that's what they call true wealth, you know that, uh, and that is land. This business, wealth by stock market, yeah, it may be wealth in some circles, but to me it's, it's wealth out of thin air. Real wealth comes from land, and blacks used to have it. Some still do, but it used to be back in the day, lots of so-called African-Americans had land. What happened? If you want to see the true face of demon, a devil of white supremacy slash black inferiority, and again, we're not talking about people. Sorry. I know some of y'all is trying to just put this on people. Please, please honor the subject and stay with me. And look at something deeper. It's deeper than white skin. White skin benefits from this lie. And that's what Satan does. He come in and he, he pit one against the other. There's all types of ism. There's not just racism. There's, there's sexism. Having males and females fighting each other. Saying this is superior, this is superior, that's superior. There's patriotism. You know, people, uh, Satan painting nations, feeling like, you need to be against China. I mean, you know, that, that divides and conquers. Okay, there's religion. That's an ism right there. That's the, probably the biggest ism that separates. We're just talking about, I think, the most successful of all the isms, and that is racism. I'm telling you, at least in America for sure. Okay? So there's a lot of different areas where we suffer. And don't forget civil, uh, civil rights. 
just being treated right as an individual. Martin Luther King put that on the map, that particular area. That's the last area. That's number 30. Martin Luther King put that one on the map. Well, not, I can't believe I said that. See, that, that that's a perfect example of me being affected by ABC, CBN, uh, CNN. Everybody think Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King was such a small dot in the area of change for African Americans compared to the other thousands of people that came before him that set the stage and the no names will never know. He was a serious hitter, don't get me wrong. He probably contributed more than a lot of people. But I'm saying there were so many more people that contributed other than just saying his name all the time. So that's another one of those uh, things we do to ourselves. So these areas prove, these are areas where you, I'm sure you saw as I was going through the list, Every one of those I named, I'm sure y'all could think of some racist type of experience you might have had in that particular area, from housing and zoning to, I mean, to political to in every way. The redistricting, how they redistrict different things, different areas to make sure certain uh, neighborhoods are disenfranchised. And, you know, uh, folks, I mean, I can go on and on and on talking about this, what I call Expo 30. Expo 30. We'll be referring to this a lot on this show on Tuesday night. So when I say Expo 30, I'm talking about the 30 areas of our life where we are affected by white supremacy. And if y'all can pick up an area I didn't cover, let me know. Let me know. I think I got them all. Uh, you go in at the only name like seven areas of life. I named 30. So I'm letting you know in every single aspect of life, we suffer, we suffer, we suffer, and we suffer far more. Um, but I, I, I don't want to zero too much on uh, black people suffering. I just want to, because I, I do believe that whites, and I'm not trying to make it an even Stephen thing, but I do think that whenever, like Marla King Jr. said, whenever you have a... Um, Trying to think of the word he used. I said it earlier. But he basically was saying if we're not free, they ain't free. If we're not free, they ain't free. It's just that simple. If nothing more, they got a fear, worried about, uh, they may try to enslave us in their corporations, but they know anytime you enslave people, people are going to be upset and they're going to try to get you back. So then they got to worry about how these black people going to get me back. What they're going to do to get me back. Maybe what are they doing? Are they working hard in there? Are they just taking from my company? And then that's that's a whole nother lifestyle of worrying and sweating. And so they're not white supremacy slash black inferiority is again a system created from the mind of Satan to divide and conquer. We gotta understand that. Brother Seth created this blog to talk about this racism and solutions. So what is the solution? But before we get to the solution, let's make sure we understand the problem. Because some people think that white people don't go through anything, that they are the beneficiaries of white supremacy, and that they just devils, and that's the end of it. But that's not true. They suffer. I would hope if the most high helped me tonight, and I do a good job, I would like to show you a whole other side where I think they suffer more than black people. It's one thing to be suffering, and you know you ain't done nothing wrong. It's another thing to oppress someone, and now you're oppressing them, 
You got to look in their eyes and know that you are oppressing them. You got to go home and your conscience is bothering you because you're not no devil. You got a conscience. And it's bothering you. That's why a lot of whites today get very upset when you say that they're racist. They don't want to be associated with their forefathers 50, uh, 70 years ago, not even that long ago. They don't want to be affiliated with the 60s, 40s, 50s, no way. They feel like, no, we do not want nothing to do with that. So, now I see we've got some people coming here late, and I don't know what to tell y'all because we don't cover a lot. But basically I just read 30 areas of racism, 30 areas of white supremacy, 30 areas that are affected by racism in our life just to lay the foundation that for sure racism is alive and well. Now I hope one of y'all coming to the chat room all late is going to be trying to post that racism is done away with now. Like some people say, it ain't about white and black, it's about green. Just some dumb like that. No, there are some people that really do care, and no matter how much green you got, just look at Tiger Woods. You know, he mess up. They black mount, they, they blackball him like they do anybody. Look at Michael Jackson. No matter how much money you got, you're a nigger to somebody. You're a nigger to the old powers that be. And I'm only going to use these terms on this mic because this is how we talk, folks. So, again, right now I want to share and show how I believe white people suffer. I mean, show enough. Show enough suffer from racism, that their forefathers were instrumental in setting up. Now, but before I do, <laughs> i got to talk a little bit more about black people. White people can't be superior in any form of fashion unless black people believe the lie. I'm going to say it again. White people can never be superior. That, that lie wouldn't fly nowhere if we would simply look at our white brothers and say, no, Ham was not cursed. Black people's black skin is not cursed. That's a lie, John. And you know I love you, but that's a lie. Where did you get that from? Well, my pastor told me. Well, let's go meet with your pastor. If a black person, which the Bible says, if you have all against your brother, go to him. See, if we could just go back to the book, follow the precepts, principles, we could end this whole racism. Go to the pastor and say, okay, where are you getting this from that Ham was cursed with because of his blackness? Show me that. If you begin to start doing that and they start showing you in the scriptures, folks will be backing up off that concept. But instead, <laughs> instead, we just believe it. You know why? Because we're ignorant in some areas of life. In some areas of life, we've been ignorant. A very good point there, Akani. In the chat room A lot of y'all are saying some not a good comments Don't get me wrong Especially I am picked uh, But I hear your comment on that I'm just saying Black people Could not White people could not rule over them Unless 
they didn't have knowledge to fight back this lie. If you think Christ was white or light-skinned, and somebody come along and look like Christ and say, bow down, you might feel like you're supposed to go. They look like Christ. Y'all stay with me. Going somewhere with this. We have been very ignorant, lacking knowledge of who we were as a people. What this brown skin mean as a people? Why we do? Why we may be stronger? Why our bones may be an inch thicker? Why our hair may be a little curlier? Why this? We didn't understand why we looked the way we looked. But I tell you one thing: if you come across the knowledge that the Ivan Van Sertimen are talking about, I'm talking about some black folks that teach even in the white institutions of of the world, that like you know Dr. Cornell West of Harvard, and it's not just him; it's hundreds of scholars. I can name them, and some of y'all won't know two of them. You only know Cornell West because they have him on CNN all the time. This is you know shows. Tavis Smiley had him on, but I'm saying, do you know who Ivan Van Sertin is? Do you know who Dr. Ben Yakanon is? Do you know who Francis Cress Wilson is? I'm saying to you, and I'm submitting to you, that the only reason why people can rule, and, and again, we don't want to, it's white supremacy, it's a lie created by Satan. White people did not, cannot, do not have the intelligence to create such a damnable, wicked, unless they was influenced by a higher power. This ain't no little little lie that you say, oh, I know you lying. Get on out of here. This is a lie that, that's catchy, that the world, that the nations believe in is suckered by. They didn't just say these lies. They first went throughout the world knocking off noses on certain statues that would indicate this particular era was full of dark-skinned people or African people. Then they burned down libraries. They got rid of certain information. There was a collective effort, a world movement to destroy the very African glory from the planet through lies. That is not something mankind can do. Yeah, they may be the hand that's knocking off the noses off these chief statues like the Sphinx. They may be burned down with fire, these libraries in Alexandria and all over the world. You know, they may be the instrument that Satan is using, but I do not believe that white people, who is nothing more than black people with no melanin, I talk about that. Y'all have got to listen to the previous archive on Bible leprosy. I go into how we are one people. There is no other, well, I'm not going to say there is no other, but there's very few teachings on there. I'm not trying to get glory, but I'm just saying people don't want to talk about it. They know about it, they just don't want to talk about it. I literally does about five or six weeks on leprosy. Look up Bible leprosy. I covered it last week. Just, again, go to blogtalkradio.com, slash five, underscore smooth, underscore stones. Listen to all Bible leprosy. Start with the most recent and work backwards. I break down what leprosy is. A type of leprosy is white skin. Sorry. 
far as a type of leprosy is white skin. Not all leprosy. A type of leprosy is vitiligo, where you lose pigmentation. And by the way, when these black people start losing their pigmentation, what color is up under all that skin? White. This is why I say in leprosy, we are all the same people. We are white people. There's not a person on this planet that's not white. It's just that some of us got more than just that white skin. We're covered with this thing called dust or dirt or melanin. And we're covered with this brown dust, the most high. That's what he chose to make his people, his man. Everything comes from dark skin. Every king, every color eye comes from dark peoples. Every color hair comes from dark hair. Every color skin comes from dark skin. And does that give so-called black men points to jump up and down? And, no, because we're the same people. I mean, it's stupid. That's why those people around, I think, brothers on, on, a, on a racist kick is ludicrous. It's impossible, brother Seth, to be a racist. Because I believe there's only two people put in that garden. And as we begin to live, we begin to sin, and we begin to sin, we begin to produce uh, certain things. Some of us got too tall because of sin. We got too, and this, well, what is too tall? Too tall is when it hurts you, when it hurts your joints. If it causes any type of dis-ease, 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 it's not in the most high's plan. Some of us are too short. Some of us start losing our memory. Some of us start losing our hair. Some of us now was not able to produce children. And yes, my friend, some of us lost the ability to produce melanin of our brownness. I say something else, and it's going to hit some people the wrong way, but I, 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 y'all should know my heart by now. Listen to my heart. My words don't always convey what's in my, don't always reflect my heart. Look outside your window. I know it's dark right now across the country. But if you could look outside right now, you would see nothing but two colors, basically, brown and green, brown and green. When we die, and they put our, if they just didn't even put us in caskets and just stuck out of, outside of the road, eventually when you look outside, you still would see brown and green, brown and green. If they put nobody in the ground and left the dead just above the soil and we come back Two, three hundred years from now, when everything has been dissolved and the body's decayed and all that, everything will still be brown and green. My question to you is this. Listen, I've got a question. I'm going to whisper it to you. Where is the color of white people? Where is the color of white people? Look around me. There, it is no color, nowhere, the color white people. What does that mean? Does that mean I'm looking down and talking down them, some arrogant? No. I'm just saying white is a mutation from black skin. White skin is a mutation from black skin, folks. It's not for black. Nobody kept, if you black, so-called black, and you're losing hair like I'm losing hair, that losing hair is a part of the same sin. Most I didn't make us to lose hair. He didn't make us to be seven foot tall. We can hurting all joints, hurting and being three feet tall, short. No, no people suffer. They have dis-easing in their body. 
Albinoism is a type of leprosy. Go to Second Kings 5, the last verse. It's going to blow your mind for albinism. And go to Leviticus 13, 13 for vitiligo. It's there. I'll talk about it. Go to the archive. Check it out. We're talking about racism tonight. We're talking about racism tonight. Let's get back on point because I've got some serious meat. We are not done with this subject. Racism, racism. Somebody say racism comes from fear of the unknown or another and capitalism. Well, that could be, I would say this, that racism might be used. People be, let me, let me share something with you. Just because somebody don't know you don't mean they're going to go enslave you and, and, and just constantly, like, like what they did to those babies in the South Africa where those white men guns and shot them kids down like that. You really think, and this is where I'm kind of, I'm kind of disagreeing with you on this a little bit, kind of. Maybe I think racism can be used like a tool by those that fear. They fear you, so they want to, you know, say you're no good. But I want to share, just check, but maybe we're not this Let me just share this with you. And, and I, I'm thinking about somebody, somebody actually said to me, a kind of kid, something you're saying. Somebody once said this to me, that white people make black people look bad so they can live with themselves. I said, what are you saying? What is that? They said, the older person sharing with me, they said, sometimes black people is just got their act together so well. When a white person come around them, they feel undone. That's, here's a good example. You're working beside somebody, both of y'all making about $17 an hour. They happen to be white, you happen to be black. Don't you think sometimes they think about the fact that your forefathers were slaves and that you have caught them in life? You're working right beside a child of an ex-slave. Here you are, a white man or a white woman, and you can't get further than that black person. So they make up things. They have to make up things. You've got to be a boogeyman, as Farrakhan says. What do you do with a boogeyman? You kill him. We have got to be a boogeyman in America's press for white people to be able to sleep at night. So, Conti, they will agree with you, the person that told me that. Again, I'm going to say that again because some of y'all didn't get that. Some people cannot deal with black people's success. You ever notice, like, okay, like President Obama. He's a classic example. Obama comes on the scene. <laughs> This man started doing stuff ain't no president have done. You can say what you want to say. Yeah, I know he's. I know in the end he was their man. I ain't stupid about the Illuminati. We talk about that on Thursday night, midnight, going to the Illuminati, what they're about, who they, who they boys and girls are going to have a brother on. It's been spent 15 years in prison. You're just amazing. You got to hear him. Anyway, we're talking to one world government secret society all at, at midnight. Folks, y'all got to follow the show. Follow the show so you won't miss that. Get reminded to yourself on But Anyway, back to this comment uh, Connie made. Um, there are some people who agree with you on that, that people use racism because of fears and all that. But I'm trying to talk about the origin, the birth of it. Where, where did it really come from? What, 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 how did it get, 
How did it get on our planet to the degree? How did it get the strength, the teeth that it got today? What I'm saying is this. Racism comes from a higher power. Believe that, folks. From Satan himself. You want to know what Satan is doing? The Bible says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He created this doctrine. Now, as people believe the doctrine, they are what we call white supremacists, and a white supremacist can be black. As a matter of fact, some black people are the best white supremacists. You can take white people, put them on a boat, ship them somewhere, and not have one white people in your state. And you're still going to have black people saying, these lips are better. If you have, the more you look like a Caucasian, the more you're better. Even though Caucasians don't own small lips, they don't own narrow nose, and they don't own straight hair. This black people had those features for thousands of years before Europe was even a continent, before it was even a civilized nation. And that is fact. Ethiopians, Indians, that's why I show pictures on my blog. If y'all can check in and look at the leprosy uh, 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 shows I've done, I have pictures of the, the last one I did, I have a picture of a white family. And <laughs> this white family, excuse me, it's a black family, and they have we had white children. They are just, they're albinos, but I've been saying for years that black people produce white people and they're albinos, and folks have said all oh, these albinos that we produce, black people produce, are not white people. They have these froze. And I have been saying this for, I know, over 25 years. I say, I wonder, what would they say when they see a black, jet black person from India? Because they have the hair like white people. And lo and behold, I went to India. Folks, I'm here to tell y'all, what I'm talking about tonight is some strong stuff. It's not for the faint at heart. This is some strong stuff. And we've got to start talking about why why is racism so strong? Why, why is it still around? And I'm going to tell you why it's still around, because we're ignorant of the truth. And you, you're gonna, some of y'all may even hate white people because you don't know the truth. But once you learn the truth, you can't hate them. You absolutely, if you say, you know what Brother Seth, I want to love white people, but I just can't because they've done so much. If you just listen to me and get your eyes on what Ephesians says in the Bible, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places, you'll be able to understand what I'm saying. I'm telling you, there is no white man, nowhere, no king, no scholar, no scientist able to produce such a destructive ideology unless they was possessed by Satan himself. That is the only way. It's just, I'm telling you, folks, but anyway, I wanted to just say this. The, the white people shooting down kids in South Africa, how do you think they're able to do it? Elijah Muhammad say they devils. He taught, he taught Farrakhan, he taught Malcolm X, and he taught the Nation of Islam that white people are devils. Lots of y'all still believe that. If you believe that, you're going to fall. You're going to hurt yourself. You might not be able to get up like the commercial. I'm telling you, you're going down the wrong course. You're probably planning programs. Some of y'all doing videos. Some of y'all doing audios. And you're saying as you're getting this out there, I'm saying to you, if you are doing this, 
you're hurting yourself. You truly, truly is hurting yourself. And I am pick you right. Jesus teaches uh, simple principles. Love one another. And I know that sounds so weak. And someone in the chat room called I am pick 1212. Uh, this is actually, I think, a white a white young lady. Matter of fact, she this, this is my white friend. She's actually also my Facebook friend. I think I got that right. Correct me if not, but I'm pretty sure this is the young lady I speak with. Very sharp spirit person. But she said something that somebody said, oh, that's just simple. Jesus teaches simple principles, love one another. But, folks, it's the simple things of the world that, like like uh, Luther Vandross and Janet Jackson said in the song, best things in life are free, and I will add simple to it. Yeah, uh, so what I'm saying is uh, I am pick say she is the person. I just saw that. We got that right. But anyway, here's a white lady. She's listening to things I'm saying. I'm not going to cater my show to her because she white or to some white guy that's on here. Awesome. I tell the truth. I try to tell the truth as best of my knowledge, and I don't fear nobody. I don't fear these people that's causing my computer to crash. I don't fear these people that's causing my phone every once to, you know, I don't fear none of these people. When it's time to go, it's time for me to go if they're going to go that far. But, folks, we, I mean, for real, y'all, we have kids, right? Y'all got kids. You got families. What do you, do you care about your kids? You care about your family. Don't you know there is no future for them with racism? You cannot have children in this planet and they really enjoy the kind of life you want as long as this thing is hanging over our head. So, Brother Seth, feel like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all talking about? What what else is there to talk about other than racism? I mean, I know it's a painful subject, but I just don't get it. What else is there to talk about? When white and black people see each other, people say, well, I don't see color. Of course you see color. You'd be blind if you don't see color. It's just, it's almost like looking at a handicapped person. You look at them, but then you throw out the fact they're handicapped and you help them. You can say that, but yes, you do see the handicapped person walk up real funny or the person wheeling up to you, you know, sitting in a wheelchair or some person. Yes, you see a a giant fat person, but you throw out the fact that they're fat and you help them and you treat them well. Don't say you don't see color. We've got to quit saying that. Yes, I see a white man and a white woman and a black. I see color, absolutely. But we've got to understand what are we looking at. What are we looking at? Somebody said Indians from India, Kingdom said, and it's good to see her on the line. She says King Indians from India think they are white because their hair are like whites. They may do Kingdom, but I'm going to tell you this. White people, you got to understand who white people are. Again, they come from... Uh, uh, White, how can I say this? I you know it's probably not even right to say that white people come from black people because it makes it like white people and black people is the same. Do y'all understand? Anybody feeling me on this? White people and black people are the same. It's just people with pigmentation or not pigmentation. You either got pigmentation or you don't have it. You either got pigmentation or you don't have it. That's the way we should say it. People with pigmentation, people without pigmentation. 
But that hair that's so-called, that's why I hate the term white and hate the term black. I only use it so y'all understand what I'm saying. But I'm going to keep hammering at this and hammering at this. In leprosy, we do an excellent job because we go into the scriptures. And I, and I show this stuff through the scriptures, but I'm telling y'all, as long as we're saying white people, black people, white people, and when we check and when we do applications, we got to check off race. We got to check out black. Listen to the word race, race, race. This is a very new concept. I think it's created around the 1500s, someone said. Somebody said 1600. But anyway, it's a new concept. And it's basically a race. I mean, literally like a race. Like you're running a race. Blacks want to win, whites want to win. Blacks want to win, white want to win. And, and we got to get away from that. The Most High does not acknowledge race based upon color. What he does acknowledge is, watch this, nations, nationalities, nation. Now, Akani is going to like this. I want you all to hear something. I played it earlier, and many of you all wasn't on, on here, but I'm going to play this again. And I want you all to check this out. Uh, and I say Akani is going to like this because here is a person that basically is talking about Fear. This is going to be a little uh, audio on fear. Check this out, and it will come back. Where is public enemy? What's the deal? What's your latest hit, brother? Fear of a black planet.
somebody will press one to comment. And and by the way, those of you online holding online on the phone line, press one if you don't want to ask a question. I'll be glad to take it. But um I get these young white kids calling a lot and they just so arrogant. You wonder, do they talk to their parents like this? But it's just they feel like they've been taught. They're not devils. They just taught like they taught devilish things. And sometimes when people are taught to behave like demons and devils, I'm talking about some black folks too, some of this stuff that black folks are doing to each other, oh, my goodness. Obviously they was raised with some demonic teaching. So that's a whole other story. Like I said, we're going, I'm going to go back and forth, back and forth, talking about different things different people are doing to each other. When it gets said and done, you'll see Brother Seth is truly not picking on just one. But listen to this, folks. That just, that just hit me so emotionally. I lost where I was at. But anyway, if somebody want to remind me, um, I'm, I'm lost. That just when I thought about blacks and what they do to each other, black on black crime, my mind started going crazy, and I forgot my point. So if somebody want to remind me in the chat room, that's fine. But all I'm saying is this, folks. I am saying this overall. I don't remember my point, but I am saying this overall. What I'm saying, oh, Black Planet. Uh, there are people 
that fear of black planning and it's foolishness because oh I know I'm talking about the young young person. Uh young white people when we hear things like uh, black baby, uh, white man, white white woman, white baby, white man. Did y'all listen to the song Black Man, White Woman, Black Baby? And then they said black man, white woman, black baby. I think I got that right. Basically, when whites mix with anybody, when whites mix with anybody, the baby is black. And although sometimes babies rarely come out white, for the most part, that is true. Now, I've been preaching and teaching on leprosy series. Y'all got to listen to that leprosy series in the archives. You got to. And again, if you like what we're trying to do here, follow the show, folks. That's how you support us. And stay tuned because we're going to hit this. And I need to hear what some of y'all send some very, there are some very exciting comments in this chat room. I'm checking y'all out. There are some people that have been through some stuff. And uh, I just wish y'all call a phone line and share some of this, really. But it's okay. You can keep chatting. But I'm just saying there's a lot of people that feel me on this topic, and I appreciate the support. Uh, we got a lot of people in the chat room, too, by the way. But anyway, all I'm saying is <laughs> it's just so many ways to go with this, so many ways to go with this. But the main thing I want to say, folks, is, when we hear of this fear of a black planet, I would say to my white brothers and sisters, think about what you're hearing. I know y'all want to win the, the race and feel, you feel like this is a race, but it really is not a race. There are some white people, like this I Am Pick lady that's just chatting away in the chat room. I don't really know her, and I'm sure she got issues. She's not perfect, but there's a lot of white people that want truth. And if us black people would just quit saying the dumb stuff and just show a true heart, and, and, and a lot of white people, you'll be surprised. Remember, we'll be, you'll be surprised that we'll come to our aid, not that we're doing it so they can come to our aid. You know, you shouldn't curtail your movement to try to appease nobody. But I'm saying if you just would teach the truth and quit spewing hatred like a lot of y'all doing, uh, and just open up the uh, channels of communication, you will be surprised how many blacks, Chinese, Mexicans, whites, all type of people that will come because people want truth and they want change. I'm just saying, what else is there to talk about? For real, for real. If we're sitting up, if we're sitting up and all those areas I named is affected by racism, Every day How can y'all want to What is there to talk about We we got a war on our hands We got a, a, a social well, I don't even know the word The term for this This is major Listen to these errors again I'm going to read them very fast Listen These errors are affected by Racism And we don't call racism What the dictionary called Dictionary says it's uh, 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 People that think that one race thinks that their their race is superior to another race. We do believe that. I'm not going to say we don't agree with it. We do agree with it. But we don't think that tribalism among, like, two tribes in Africa fighting. I don't call that racism because neither one of them have world power. Neither, neither one of them is changing the world. I mean, you know, we call white white 
white supremacy, racism, you know, whites thinking they're superior, this philosophy, this philosophy, let's say it right, the philosophy, philosophy that whites are superior and that blacks are inferior. This philosophy is racism. Yes, you can say that the, the villagers is thinking, you know, the little villagers fighting each other, you know, the little tribalism. Okay, you can call that racism too, but that don't have no world world effect on nobody. That don't affect the economy. But listen to what white supremacy does because they have access to CNN, ABC, CBS, and if they decide tomorrow that they are going to say everything bad about black people, that's exactly what happens. Again, the best example is uh, the president, the so-called president. Look what happened. I mean, y'all saw a man going to an office. I don't care if you a Democrat or not. You gotta admit, Obama has not gotten a fair shake. Man, getting that two seconds, and of course I know he's picked by the powers that be. Of course I know that. That man couldn't do nothing unless powers that be, some really rich white hands, said, "You know what? Let him in." I don't think he got nothing on his own. It's all set up. It's all. I, I don't. But. You've got to give him credit in that he did go in there and try to change some things. And the health care, I don't care how flawed it is, the fact that we have something that fast, that quick, one man pulled off, it's just amazing how we, <laughs> anyway, anyway, listen to these areas that are affected by real racism. Europeans philosophy that they are superior and black people's oh and okay here's the here's here's the definition racism again one nation one race saying they're superior of another another one that's what the dictionary says we ignore the little tribalism in Africa and Australia because they don't have no power. The people that control the medias of the world, we listen to them because they control Wall Street and everybody else. These are Europeans that believe that white culture is superior to black culture. Then they get the black people to believe that white culture is superior to black culture. That, my friend, is the workings of racism. Listen to the area it affects. Religion, history, education, socialism, health and medicine science and technology, housing and zoning, environmentally, environmental issues, images and advertisement is probably the largest one because everywhere you look you see these images, images, images are talking. Laws, rules, bylaws, procedures, that's one area. Law enforcement, judicial, uh, correction, rehab, Defense and policy, foreign affairs, um, uh, foreign affairs, foreign exchange, um, foreign exchange is major. Okay, uh, these are areas affected by racism. Again, news and information update, political and civic. Areas regarding political and civic. Entertainment is huge. Racism all throughout entertainment. Oh my goodness. Let again let Denzel, he's one of the well spoken uh, people. He's not the only one. 
I just happen to like Denzel, but there's a lot of white actors that have spoken out on racism. Lots of people in Hollywood have spoken out forever on in the entertainment business on racism, big time. Economics, as far as the services we get, uh, as far as the quality of the service products, the quality of the products, economics as it relates to jobs, who's hired first, who's uh, hired last and fired first or, or laid off first, demotions, work environment. I mean, folks, sexuality. That's another subject, sexuality, racism and sexuality, fashion and beauty, agriculture, civil rights. All of these areas are seriously saturated with oppression by this thing we call racism. What Brother Seth is trying to do tonight is trying to shed some light on the foolishness of racism. Some of y'all that are listening on the sound of my voice, including myself, I'll include myself, we are still victims of this lie. I am throwing it up, I'm throwing up, I'm throwing up every day, white supremacy slash black inferiority, but I'm not done yet. I'm still sick. I'm still in intensive care. Many of you are in denial. you saying this stuff don't exist, and you are the main one. So what, I'm, what am I saying? What is Brother Ted saying? I'm saying to you we need to be very, very alert and aware. Some of y'all call yourself Christians or believers. So you cannot afford you cannot afford to be walking around with these lies. I heard somebody was quoting uh, that um, uh, African American of twelve percent of the American population, and they reminded me to say this. And uh, they, just the fact that they quoted the percentage, they reminded me not so much what they're talking about, but uh, that are y'all aware that. 92% of the earth is non-white, and that 8% of the world, uh, of the world comp- uh, that's according to the United Nations now, it's according to the United Nations, it's 8%. People say the official is, is 10%, but the United Nations say 8% of the world is white. So you got to ask yourself, this is why I say that racism is not authored by white people. You may think it is because they may be the one, like the J. Edgar Hoover's, that was saying all this stuff. And it does appear it was J. Edgar Hoover. He was just racist. And these people are listening to spirits. I'm telling you, y'all got to understand some of y'all is just totally ignorant of, and I'm not saying ignorant in a bad way. Ignorant just means you don't know. You just you minus this information in your brains that, we are not the only ones on this planet. There are such things as evil spirits, and they do have an agenda. And doctrines like this white supremacy is something that they created. I do not believe one white person have the wherewithal to create such a damnable, destructive stronghold as white supremacy. It's just too strong too strong, too strong. I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it. So what am I saying? What's Brother Seth saying? We as a, as humanity, as responsible being, and I, and, I, and I respect every single one of y'all listening, not because you listen to me, but because I don't know what, uh, anyway, um, 
Can y'all hear me okay? What do you mean by look like uh, BTR has blinked out? I don't know what that means. Hopefully y'all can hear me okay. But anyway, those of y'all, this time of night, it's 154 where I am. If you at this time of night listen to this brother and comment on chat in chat rooms, obviously you just a little bit more concerned than the next person about race. You could have just said, I don't want to have no part of that. And I thank you for that. Not that you need me to thank you. The most high, I'm sure, want us to be dealing with this some kind of way because, folks, Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I apologize. Can somebody type in the chat room what I was talking about when we got disconnected? Again, can somebody in the chat room uh, let me know what we was talking about when we got disconnected? I would really appreciate it. Okay. Uh, again, if there's anybody can let me know what I was talking about when we got disconnected, I appreciate it. I don't know. I, this blog talk radio, I'll tell you, sometimes I just want to probably get this stuff away for free because I'm always having trouble with it. I'm always hearing that, you know. Anyway, folks, I think what I was saying was that those of you listening this time of night to such a subject uh, in this area definitely would be somebody I would think the most I would acknowledge as a res- responsible person because <sighs> – you could easily be listening to anything else, and I don't. Th- I think it's going to take people like you and myself to keep plugging at this, and we're going to keep plugging at it every Tuesday night, and we're going to talk about some things. And you might say, "Well, I'm just one person." Let me tell you something. Don't underestimate the power of yourself. This is one thing I had to learn. You might not think you're all of that, but um, thank you, Connie. I appreciate that comment. Uh, you might not uh, 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 think you're all of that, but you might talk to one person passing that has a strong influence. You can talk with somebody like with Rush Limbaugh that may have a large audience, and don't ever estimate what the Most High can do through you with you. Please, please, I beg. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up because we got 90 seconds, I just was told. So I just want to thank everyone, y'all. Follow the show. If you like what Brother Seth is trying to do, please follow the show. That's how you show me I appreciate what you're doing. I love all of y'all. I mean, y'all may not know you from whatever, but I promise you, uh, you will learn that that statement I just made is very true. And I respect you from dealing with this subject and fighting and fighting and fighting and trying to get uh, trying to get uh, uh, truth. And so... Uh, I'm sorry to hear about some of y'all's experiences. Hopefully things will change, you know, but I, I again, appreciate y'all sharing what you shared, and I'm just going to go ahead and wrap this up. But I thank everybody for stopping by again. Please make comments and follow the show. This is how you show your appreciation. So we'll go ahead and end, and thanks again, everyone, for listening.
In humble adoration, we bow before your throne. As we come before your presence, we honor you alone. So we lift up our voices as trumpets heralding you. You are the King of glory. So this is what we do in humble adoration. Father, we bow before your throne. As we come before your presence, we honor you alone. So we lift up our voices as trumpets heralding you. You are the King of glory. So this is what we do. We worship you today. Just because of who you are Oh, oh, oh. I wish I had somebody to help you And I'm going 